welcome to the 20th episode of Fantasy Sports Fiends Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Warren. I'm here once again. We are the trio. Elias Fabres, a.k.a. The Goatee. Chris Leon, a.k.a. Pooch. And we combine, make the pod crew. The pod crew. Damn, so you beat me to it. I was going to say that shit. The pod crew. Pod crew. Back so in the business. I want to give a... This is the starting lineup for today. Just so we give a little quick starting lineup for what we're going to get to. Because we, we're not going to start off hot. We're going to get to the hot part in the middle. We're going to start off first talking about Julio Jones so trade. Crazy. I'm looking forward to it. After that, we'll talk. We'll have discussion, an in-depth discussion about... Vetoing trades, which I put on Twitter, which been a hot topic in our group chat. We'll get to that, and then at the end we'll talk about UFC 263, which is this weekend. But first, let's start with Julio Jones. I asked you guys to, you know, give me some feedback on this trade. The real life trade is Julio Jones is going from Atlanta to Tennessee. They only gave up a second round, second round pick, a fourth round pick, and a sixth round pick. I want to say, and from the you know, just off the bat, you look at it like from real life perspective, that's all uh, Tennessee had to give up for Julio Jones. But you got to understand that this guy had a certain cap number for this year. There was only like a handful of teams that I guess he said he was okay with going to. So Atlanta, in a sense, was trying to get the best compensation they could for Julio Jones, but also trying to keep him happy for, you know, I guess you know, pair relationship and kind of thing. So now he's in Tennessee. He's going to be paired up with A.J. Brown. I want to hear your thoughts on that trade. Uh, just give a little timeline. I think after that fucking, that call on FS1 with Shannon Sharp, that mm. shit, like, ruined. He blew him up. Any kind of, like, trade leverage Atlanta had in that mm. sense. Because it wasn't like they were just shopping him. It was that like he wanted out. No, he said, yeah, I ain't playing for them. No, I'm saying, like I'm saying, like, it, not, <laughs> not just shopping, shopping around. That's like, I ain't fucking going back there. Like, I'm done there. But, mm-hmm. yeah, but do you think, hold on, time out. Do you think he really wanted out initially, but then the rumor came out? Like, you get me? Like, he probably at first didn't want out, but then the rumor came out that they were actually shopping for a first round pick during the draft. No, so, yeah, you know, that kind of thing could have been like, yo, oh, where are you trying to get rid of me? Yo, that's crazy because we've been here talking about group chat about sensitivity, sensitive, and then look, they shot them around. That's why like, I'm not going back. Like, yo, bro, everybody gets shopped around. Like, yo, you get shopped around, that doesn't mean you have to leave the team, but everybody, you know. Like I said, bro, that's the same thing I said back in the day with uh, Jamal Adams. You know, I remember you saying stuff like that. Like, bro, if I ain't looking for the value I could get for you, then what am I doing You're as not a GM? Doing your job. Yo, and that's why I tell people because you know when people be like, oh, he be bluffing and this and that. I'm like, no, <laughs> like, I I gotta talk with my players. I like my players, and and then they they're talking about oh he's he's talking wisdom up so he could trade wisdom. Like no, I really like wisdom. Like no. but I wouldn't be doing my job if I'm not inquiring about certain trades with certain players. Like Absolutely. yo, everybody's available. I always tell y'all that like anybody available for the right price. Million so, dollar man. Go so ahead. back to this Julio Jones uh-huh. trade. I fucking hate it. I hate it because your team didn't get him. Fanny perspective <laughs> and from real life perspective. But the crazy thing, I tell you more real more real life than fantasy. I have him on my dynasty team and I don't think the drop off will be that much he wasn't the reason why yeah, I won a championship he, he last hopes. year so anything more than the yeah. product come off 51 points was the reason why he won a championship last year exactly you would know <laughs> but like <laughs> I said but like I said but Pooch I just got a text message they just told me that the Colts were never on Julio Jones' list <laughs> <laughs> I was there, like, really waiting on this dude. I'm really my phone, like, for real? That's what it said? <laughs> yeah, Julio Jones was, like, nah, the coach nah, I, just, I just hate how it, it's just tough to speak on because football's a little different in the sense that you don't know which team is in it, 
anytime. Like, I don't know how trades work, particularly, even though it, it's the most weirdest market of them all because, like, did they get a value of him? When you see what he went for, you're like, what the fuck, bro? Like, I would have gave him a first. Like, we're going to have a late first. But things change. And those Tennessee, but, those Tennessee Titans second round picks, they're gonna be late second. So it's like you pretty much got them for a third. But the thing is that in the NFL, picks are worth more than than any other league. For sure. And baseball, they're not worth anything. They don't even trade picks. Work. And basketball. No, they worth something if you're a lottery team. If you if it's a second round, it's not worth anything. No. So the point is that football, you hold the most value with picks. No, for sure, for sure. Then you look at a trade like last year or the year before, whenever it was when Odell Beckham got traded. It looked like, yo, that's it for all the Beckham? Now well, look at it. They got two first-round picks. Now look at it. Nah, they gave up a lot for all the Beckham, right? So those picks may not look like a lot now, but later on they might look like something because my Julio might be washed. We don't know. You know no, what I'm but saying? like it looks, it, it, like in the sense, first-round pick is a big leap from one to two in the sense that even if those Brown, the Browns are good, those are late first, so you guys are getting and they turn into, like, valuable players. Like I said, a second-round pick, I get it. I get what you're saying. It's just they should have had to pay up a little more, especially them being in my division. Nah. Julio's, like, 34, no? 32, and that's what and I was going to say. The difference oh, between... Young, it's a very comparable... Well, he's always hurt. Next three he's always hurt, too. He's always hurt, and he's 32. So that's... You know, yeah. That's, he's like there. So the people line. say he's always hurt, but I try to look at that because from fantasy, we always get frustrated, right? Because he gets hurt a lot. He don't miss a lot of games. Yes. He's nicked up. All he's time. always nicked up. That's the way you got to word it, in a sense. Uh, the Giants, I was going to compare OB, uh, OBJ was traded for a first-round pick, but he was younger. He was like... You know, he just signed his, his extension, so he's already signed. You already knew, in a sense, we're trading for him at this age, and he signed for the next four or five years. Mm-hmm. Julio Jones only has, like, two years with high cap numbers. So that's a factor. The other fact there is, too, I don't think they were shopping him months ago, bro. I think they just, like, the and draft. they, they lost were, leverage when the whole thing Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's like those factors change what a team could get. Like, I told you before about Sam Darnold, bro. Maybe they just could have got a first-round pick if certain teams didn't sign certain free agents, and then it's like, or, like, the Bears signed And if they did it earlier, yeah, like you know, everybody had a quarterback. Once, right? once teams feel like right now, this is after free agency, so teams already signed the players. The Jets, you telling me the Jets wouldn't have inquired about Julio Jones with this acting price if they would have known, like yo, like he would have been available? I don't think he was available. It's a combination of a lot of things, and like I said, but look, he's not even on his list. So and also another point is again trying to appease him as like a player rep. Uh, play reputation, right? Like you want to keep him happy in a sense, like that he doesn't shit on the organization. So let me, let's make him happy. We're gonna trade him to the team. You know, give us a list. We'll tra- try to trade to the best for the best possible package. I forgot. I forgot the other teams that were on his list, but I think want to say the Patriots. He had a relationship with Cam yeah, Newton or whatever. Like that, that would have been my best case scenario. Um, that would have been. Like I said, he from what I told you was he was going to a contender. And if you look at Tennessee as opposed to New England, no, this yeah. is definitely a case For where sure. he's on a contender. Now, this isn't on our list, but what does this do for the Titans? No, so no, it is on the list. As a for team, the, as it improves it, them, of course. No, but how much? So, um, it's from Corey Davis to Julio Jones. They lost. What did, what did they do last in the playoffs? I didn't want to say they lost first round. Maybe they second. lost to the Ravens in the second round. Second round? Right? No, first, first round thing. First round. First round, so they'll win two playoff games maybe. The year prior, they beat, so this is they beat the Patriots. The if he's healthy. No, the, the year, the the year prior, lot, they beat man. the Patriots and lost to the, to the Chiefs. The, the Chiefs are still that. in that division. Um, well, the same conference. 
The Chiefs are still in the AFC, right? Yeah, I haven't got no one. They're still the favorites. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, but I do like the Titans. If it's not the Chiefs, I like the Titans. Why not? Uh, I put them behind the Bills. Oh, and you got, the, you got the Bills too. Well, I still don't. Um, not a heavy believer in the Bills. I'm the saying. one thing though, again, this is a crazy offensive addition. The defense is still trash. But fantasy and they purposes, lost players defensively. It's all about the fantasy purpose, real quick. Yes, because we was about to let it go. Fantasy purposes, me and Pooja are gonna disagree because you know he has them on his team. Hmm. He, oh. he said, yo, who doesn't could have more touchdowns? I told him, yeah, like six. He was insulted. Like, <laughs> he's going to have more than six. He went from five he to six. He had five last year. Okay. He had less competition for targets last year. He's dealing with A.J. Bro, Brown. he got to deal with A.J. Brown. Well, to, no, no. To, well, Calvin Ridley is a fantasy beast himself. But the question is now, and, and we'll, we'll get to it in a little bit, where is like, was he a beast because Julio didn't play? Like, would he have put up those numbers with Julio there? You know, kind of thing? Now we know he's not going to have Julio there. We know he's not going to have Julio there. I, I think Calvin Ridley is good. Oh, he told me that Calvin Ridley is not, not good. Not as good as A.J. He Brown. Said, he said he's not that elite. You mean as a talent? He's not elite yet. He's almost there, but he's not elite. I'm just talking about elite wide receiver. He finished fourth in fantasy. Well, last then, okay. In fantasy. Talk in real life. We'll get to oh, that in a second because we're going to talk who benefits or whatever. So we'll talk about that later. But. You know, I think Calvin really plays better with Julio beside him. You know what okay. question I just, You know what question I just thought of that will probably answer how many touchdowns you have this year? Or round two? How many touchdowns did Jonu Smith have last year? That's probably the touchdowns that are Jonu? Round. We're comparing Jonu? Jonu? Or what about Corey Davis? Or Corey Davis. Corey Davis only had like three touchdowns. So, <laughs> that is what Julio has. I'm saying those are two weapons that they lost, right? I mean, the Titans and the Adi. Yeah, yeah. So, he might have some. But the thing is, like, but let's, let's, just, keep, let's just keep in the context when you're saying names like Jonu Smith you're and Corey an Davis. Though? You're talking about one of the best wide receivers of all time. <laughs> Jonu Smith had eight touchdowns. Yeah, so six to eight touchdowns. What's wrong with that? He's not having 10, bro. He's no, not. I, I never That's said. No, no. I didn't. But, I love that you were saying six because I was like, damn, you could have said eight. You, He's I, like, oh, I'll give him one more. I've shit. always looked at Julio and be like, why can't he get 10 touchdowns? So maybe he does he it. He has doubled you know, the Maybe line. he didn't oh. need to get out of Atlanta. Maybe you're that's right. What was, that's what I was. That was the point I was But I was, I was saying Calvin really might benefit from Julio and the might, attention that Julio gets it might like diminish like now that he's gone and you know, but the thing is you also have to think more targets he's Matt Ryan's number one but I also don't believe in Matt Ryan I feel like I mean, he, if they could have got rid of Matt Ryan they would have dumped his ass I too think, huh. I think for fantasy purposes Matt Ryan is gold for yeah. receivers yeah. so yeah. quickly for definitely for sure who it helps is Tannehill who I looked at earlier I'm like I like Tannehill I traded him for him in two leagues but I didn't know he was this good last year so and he's ranked right now 11th but he finished 7th last year in fantasy which is crazy so to me it's like you could consider him like yo he seems like a safe top 10 12-ish fantasy quarterback Uh, Matt Ryan who's usually around that range too in drafts you might want to bring him down a notch but then you have the Kyle Pitts factor right so it's like he lost the weapon but he gained he you know kind of upset him Hayden Hurts was good too so I think it helps Tannehill the most but it's not steep on Derrick Henry bro like he's already a monster and this offense should be should be better so that's the number one thing, man. It's just... That you, you have Gronkowski and Hurts on your fantasy team? <laughs> no, listen, bro. You worry too much about my team, man. You got to focus on what's going on right, over there. Man. Sorry. Um, it's a matter of... 
like who do they want to be? Like I saw a funny ass meme. They were like, "Yo, we got Julio on one side, Corey Davis another. Yo, dive to Derrick Henry up the middle. Like mm. you don't yo, change who I you really that. are." And me, AJ Brown. No, 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 no. They're saying that even yeah, though they Brown have crazy Julio pass weapons, they're still gonna be a run heavy team and Henry. not let it lose. Like, they don't change their their formula and Tannehill. No, no, but like, well, what you, said, you said Julio and Corey Davis. You meant Julio and AJ Brown. Yeah, maybe. Oh, maybe. Yeah. That's last funny. last point I'm gonna make here is your boy who you have in Dynasty League, Russell Gage, finished 37th last year in fantasy. Uh, he's ranked 60th right now. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's gonna be corrected in due time. So he's gonna be the second wide receiver. If anybody gains the most value as far as skill weapons, it's this dude. For a fantasy perspective, in real life, the Falcons are like in that. How lead is Calvin Ridley though? Oh, it's. I want to see a fantasy top ten I for sure. The, I want to hear the gloaty. You want? Oh, you want to? You want to hear? Why you want to hear? I want to hear your opinion, bro. Nah, like he impressed me last year. Like, he did. You know, no, like very much so. I wasn't a Calvin Ridley fan. Raymond took him mad early, I think in Dynasty, and I was like, eh. Calvin Ridley, like he's good. I like him coming out of college, but I don't think he was great coming out of college. I don't think he's been great in Atlanta, like. And I think Ronnie was one of the ones that believed in Calvin Ridley and was like, yo, but what do you mean? He's I good. think he took him the wrong year, too. But though. I was just like, 800 yards. He, he had like 800 yards, 800 yards, and I'm like, he's good. He's not special. But last year, he showed special potential. That's for sure. And I think without Julio there, he could be... He's going to be safer, for sure. Or, he's definitely he's safer because of targets. Yo, he he's was safer. ranked number one for like the first five weeks. He's safer. Yeah, he was very good. Yeah. But man, he has top three potential. But he's a safe top 12 wide receiver. Yeah, one. he's a wide receiver. One. I like that. That's not in question. I think, like, we meant you mentioned Yo. earlier, like, the attention that Julio gets, he's ranked. Can he produce at that high level while Julio getting the, the attention? You know what I'm saying? Like, but, that's what we're gonna find out. And the crazy thing is that I was looking at it because I, you know, I'm gonna be on my shit this year. <laughs> he was, he's currently ranked. And like in the third round of a 14-man league. Talk about Ridley? Ridley, right now. And I thought, even with Julio there, I don't give a damn. He should be higher than that. And now that Julio's not there, trust me, he's going to climb up those rankings and he's not going to be a steal no more. Oh, that's for damn sure. That's for damn sure. What I'm shame. just surprised this guy like shares so much info. <laughs> nah. This is the purpose new of the podcast. Year, new me, bro. You bluffing, bro? Yeah. Oh, another point. Not not just the gauge point, but Kyle Pitts. A lot of people were drafting him. He's ranked six in tight end. So people that it kind of felt like a gamble when we spoke about this Kyle last Pitts time, right? It felt more of a gamble. Heck should take him second overall. To draft a rookie tight end. <laughs> to draft a rookie tight end, but now that Julio's not there, now you know he also benefits and should get more targets and, you know, not be third. In the, I'm in taking the him fourth tight end. Pecking order. After the top three. See that? See that? I don't know whether to take seriously or not right now. Maybe you are serious. I don't know. But who's who's fourth tight end? Can you tell me off the top of your head? I know it's Kels, Kittle, Waller. Those are the top three. Oh, Maybe Mark shit. Andrews? No, okay, fifth. Oh, so you have somebody else in that, that little group. I forgot about Waller. I was thinking about the other three, which is <laughs> Kittle, Kels, and Andrews. Mark Andrews. So that's you guys still think Andrews is good. But, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, I just like Lamar Jackson so much that it's like <laughs> it's hard to trust Andrews this year. Like, after that crazy year, yeah, the first year. But he ended strong, though. The only, but I'm saying though, we, when we spoke the last episode, we spoke about the rookies and we said tight end for him his first year. We were a little skeptical, like y'all, like rookie. You don't want to trust rookies. Yo, what's the but last tight end I got drafted that killed, bro? Like killed. His rookie year. Yeah. 
I, I like I one at first one I think back going back is like Hernandez and Gronkowski, and they weren't no first round picks. But the, what they're saying about this kid is that he's the greatest talent since Tony Gonzalez or something like. So let's see what he's made of. Like I don't I don't see it, you know. But like. I mean, he's going against. Well, like, I don't mean anything. He's talking about a recent draft. He's gonna outvalue. He should outvalue. Like, he really? Because we got Hawkinson and Ebron who were drafted in the. No, first what round. I mean is that he looks good, but everybody looks good coming out of college. I don't see special. You know what I'm saying? Show me a bad tape, bro. We like damn, This guy doesn't look so good. No, there's no bad yeah, tape you know on saying? him, but he doesn't look crazy either. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just don't see crazy. But tight ends is hard to tell. You know what I'm saying? Like. But to me, it's like Kels. I saw it. Remember, I took Kels' rookie no, for year. Sure. For I saw sure. it. Kittle, I saw it. You know, Kels grew into it though. These are all guys like, that I had like in the first, within the first second year. But not, but not in the rookie year. No, I had him in the rookie year. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I remember Kels. That I remember. Mm-hmm. Well, let's move on to the topic of the day, and this is about oh, video trades. It is for me because, and I, let me start off. I want to kind of give like a little backstory because this is like the main person that this comes up with is Dan, who's your brother-in-law, Chris. And Shout in a sense, I'm gonna I'm gonna defend him, the right? He's not here to defend himself. I'm gonna defend him, right? And so my question here is: Should you veto a trade in fantasy? Whether it's any, it doesn't matter what sport it is, should you veto a trade that looks unfair or lopsided to you? If some team is getting too strong, which is some people for some reason give that explanation, or only if it's collusion, which is where I stand, only if it's clear collusion would I veto a trade. Now, I understand that Dan makes crazy trades. Dan, mind you, for baseball especially, makes about 30-ish trades a year. On a normal season, he didn't do it last year because he didn't have the chance because it was a short season. But usually he makes about 20 to 30 trades per year. Now, I know one point you have, Elias, is training with certain people specifically where, you know, of those 20, 30 trades, he makes five or six with someone who's won the championship three out of the last four years. Shout out to Babu. Damn, it was three out of the last four? Yeah, and it's that sucks. No, no, but everybody's worried about me. Wait, wait, we'll get, and we'll get, and, and, and we'll, they should be, and we'll get, and, and <laughs> no championships. And I'm Elias, he can't win. <laughs> and, I'm get, and I'm gonna get, and I'm gonna get, and I'm gonna get to that aspect of like the trade negotiations and the way people look at it and what they ask of you, even including me. Um, so with Dan, he makes all these trades. Now Dan is not like us, where. I say, and mind you, I'm somebody that if I suck, I get impatient. I'm going to make trades. I may make trades that you might be like, what the fuck is he doing? Dan is very impatient. He's very impulsive. We've spoken about this, Chris, where he, and this is speaking about fantasy football in this scenario, would watch Monday Night Football. He doesn't work. He's able to watch football on the TV screen. He sees a player go off. He Tuesday morning be like, damn, I want that player. Starts sending trade offers. You might look at it like, what the fuck? He traded so-and-so for this player. Dan is looking at it like, well, I saw him Monday night. I want him on my team. If you don't like it, so be it. That's the kind of player he is in fantasy. That's the way he thinks. That's his mindset. So who are we? To stop him from wanting to make certain trades, he's playing. He's playing. He's paying money too, to play and trying to win. He's won championships in fantasy football with the same mentality. Has it worked in baseball? Probably not. Most likely not. 
but that's the no, way he plays. No, definitely not. All right, definitely no not. All right. And Babu has all of them. All right, and do the math. Go ahead, go ahead. I'll let you go no, on. No, I'm just saying, like, do the math. Like, so they basically wait, swap me, teams with six trades a year. Let me promise this. Go ahead. Cause I know Danny. Danny's my brother-in-law. Shout out to you. And yo, the setup was real, bro. You could see it days in the making. Heck was talking mad shit to you about Kalanick. And okay. I was like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, why the fuck they talking about a rookie? Like, he's Alex Rodriguez, bro. Oh, so he he, he caught, got caught up in all the hype from yeah. him. Up. That's part Yeah, yeah, because he was like, oh, they're going to bring him up. It's like, yo, Ronnie, get me yo. his jersey. Because that's who we traded in the... In the what? In the Edward Diaz trade. The Diaz trade. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, who is this guy? This guy's a prophet? Like, so why is he not so bro, he got called up. For wisdom. He got called up. That was part of it. And you the got other called thing, up. And Noah Syndergaard also was, in, was starting his rehab. Because this trade happened, and then Noah got hurt after the trade happened, yeah. right? Uh, oh, can, before you continue, I just want to... We're gonna. The first trade we're talking about here is Dan traded away Juan Soto, Lucas Giolito, for Carlos Rendon, uh, Noah Syndergaard, and Jared Kenelik. That's the three for two. So go on, Chris. I just want to put that out there. So to preface this, like we're talking in the chat, they've called the kid up. I think what first or second game, he hits a home run. It's all over ESPN. Oh, we. Oh, bro. the night for like, yo, when the thing is this, the next day, I don't know if you have all this context before. Like, I, I see all this, like, no, I developing. Don't have this context, bro. Exactly. I, I see all this developing, and then when I see the trade the next day, I'm there, like, damn. <laughs> My brother in law made another impulsive as, like, quick fire trade. It's like, now, if you ask me, is it collusion? Hell no. But the thing is, the way the reaction came out, bro, it changed the veto button for me altogether. Can we just bring up also the fact that Carlos Rendon also threw a perfect game this year, Was had a string of no, I great have, I pitching games. Any. Like, that's, like, again, this is the way Dan works. He's this trade. type of player. Where you, done, what have you done for me lately? If I broke down the whole trade, then it's, it's just no, he's, he's, because it's not. Because was, what, a top three pick, like third round pick? Top five pitcher, let's say. He in the second round. I think he's like a top five, top five, top ten pitcher. So he gave up his first and second round pick. Yeah. For a pitcher on but, the same team, why why did he take him? Why did he take him so bro, early? That's a whole different discussion with Dan. Bro. That Dan, the moment he drafts his team, and Dan, I'm not shitting on you. Go out the window, you play the way you play, but yeah, like the moment Dan drafts his team, he already like hates half his team, and he's already in train mode. Mm. That's a, that's an issue I made up with him too. Like yo, like I don't I don't understand that. Like like I get like if like a month in. You're looking at your team like, damn. And football is like, damn, I'm one in three. I got to do something. Baseball, you're a month, a month in, you're like, damn, yo, my team is sucks and all of this. And I'm in bottom of the standings. He started his trading and this trade was made. I want to say he was like in fourth or fifth place when this happened. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So go ahead. I want to give you. Yeah, no reason. But, but what, I, what I just thought about, what the way Chris broke it down, the way Pooch broke it down, it made me think about. The way Dan looks at it, it's kind of like he's the type of investor in stocks that he's like, 
while the stock is going up, up, up. I'm going to buy one. You might be a Jose in stock. <laughs> Jose, the security guard, like, oh, I got to jump on that. G- uh, GME, GameStop is going he up. He bought GameStop at 300, basically. So, yeah, so he bought GameStop at 300, and that shit went, whoo, no, at 400. Remember when up to 400? That shit went, whoo, all the way down to 50. That's what he did with Kellenic. He bought into the hype. Instead of being a patient investor, because I'm a patient investor, I buy low, like you're supposed to in the stocks, and wait for it to go up patiently. And people don't got the patience. That's how you are, right? That's how I am. But that's not how he is. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Right. Every, there's different types of investors. So that, that is that type of investor, and I'm this type of investor. And that's it. It is what it is. But, my mans, when you, when you take Soto, number one, overall... Overall. Overall. And you take this guy. And was just, no, it wasn't overall. Overall. Yo. No, the ground was, wasn't the ground a trout one or two or something? It was like no, his first pick. It was overall. Okay, and the ground was ahead. number two. Go ahead, go ahead. It was Soto and the ground. Okay, go ahead. And then to put it in context, everybody was sending him off as Soto. And he, the first, when I was talking to him on the side, he tells me, who do you want to trade? I'm glad you brought this up. Who do you want to trade for on my team? Anybody except for Soto or Giolito. <laughs> See, that's where, sorry, Dan. And then he gives them both. Sorry, Dan, but that's. And then you guys don't understand why I'm upset. He tells me, neither of those two guys, but then he gives them both. I understand if he gives them one or the other, but both. That's what really got me pissed off. That he tells me none of them are available. Anybody else on my team, and then I told Wait, him, I'm you, like, you didn't hear, you didn't hear the the keyword. No, none of them were available to, to you, you. <laughs> yo. <laughs> and then he tells me, I'm, and I tell him, yo. And then he's like, I don't know, haha. And then he tells me, and I ask him, alright, so who do you want for Soto? Your whole team. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> well, give me three bums. Before I even bring up the point about why certain offers. Or discussions go the way they do with you. I just want to bring up this whole point of like how Dan is impulsive. Dan is the type of person, and Dan, again, not shit on you. I love you for this, but he will send you an offer three in the morning. You wake up at and six I in hope, the morning. I hope he laughs and he hears this. Yeah, and, get upset and, and then you check your email. Oh shit, I had a trade offer. You go check your app. The offer is not there no more. Bye bye. And you would have been like, holy shit, I would have accepted that trade. Oh my god, because people have benefited. Or at least we think they're going to benefit from whatever trades they accept from him. Uh, it doesn't work out that way in football, guys, by the way. But, like, that, that's that's happening. So, yo, I've always told him, like, yo, like, why do you do that? Like, like one thing he couldn't prove, he could discuss trades with us in private before sending it. So, that it's not it's not like we're second-guessing ourselves. Like, yo, what just happened? Like, why did I see this offer? Yo. Why is he telling me this? That's, but that's what happened with but Babu. But that's that. He sent the offer. And before he got to take it back, Babu was up and he got the notification and he hit accept right away. <laughs> and so... But listen, bro, just to get off of that and be fair, there are other trades that has happened in this league. No, particularly, sure. no particularly. The one happy yesterday. No, no, listen. That would have never been sent by someone with reasonable... Like trade expertise. Okay. Like if you like like if well, how do you define value, being an expert though? I'm not defining. I'm not no, I'm just saying like that. Like that's 
in the so, sense of like if in you're your training, opinion if you're training from if you're training from a, a place of need okay like you also need to be like cautious in the sense that you're getting enough value back absolutely and if you're trading from the bottom you also have to know that yo you're gonna need more players to get out the bottom so if you have a stud you should get more value for what you're right. trading are we speaking about car guy here or are we speaking about Tully I'm just speaking in, in general, general. Okay. in general okay. why are you always trying to label people no because I have I have two other trades that I wanted to bring up the other trade what happened was with you right so you made a trade soon after this trade that Dan made for you got upset about the trade I understand why you got upset about people like as far as like what you personally dealt with Dan privately those discussions why and, I, and then you were looking at like no, oh, and then he makes, of, after that tr- like yo like I get yo, that and then Babu out of all people he made trades like every year every like, year oh, like I said, at least five and he has four already <laughs> Four him this year. Four with him? Okay. Yes, four with him. Okay, so that's his 12 trades. Four with Babu. That and, and so and, and, and I've spoken to Dan about this where going forward, we can't do nothing about because we already started this season. But going forward, a couple of things are gonna happen. One, I'm just gonna go ahead and just take the initiative and be like, yo, I'll just review so. trades. I'll speak to people, whatever. I vote against that. That's fine. So let's push. Um, then I won't be commissioner. Then two, oh my Lord, then two the other thing we could do is, I told Dan, a limit on him and the amount of trades he makes per year and also a limit on how many trades you can make per, with a certain person also. But like why? Two different why numbers. is that the case? So like, it shouldn't be the what case. What do you mean why? It's it's only makes seven trades a year about Babu. That's fine? No. How is that fine? So no, there has to be a better process in no, but not the thing is, bad trades to happen in a sense. No, because if I want to do it, you can't say about you can't say about bad trades. You can't say about bad trades. To Mount. That's you're one swapping part. teams. So you said the word, not me. And no. this, in yeah. the scenario that you're painting, nobody's done that. No. Well, four trades and, is and, there. And bad is to your own interpretation. Well, you said 10, though. No, bad isn't to your own t- interpretation. Because you could say, yo, that trade is bad. And I've seen, and we've seen it in the chat where it's like, yo, that's an awful trade. That's an awful trade. All right. That's what you believe. But the person is making the trade. Look, look did, I'm glad Telly made that trade yesterday for this point only. Because everybody could have shit on Dan. And this discussion could be like, yo, it's only Dan. Dan doesn't know what he's Dan? doing. Well, Telly made a, in Dan a sense, is, a bad trade. Dan has been pulling off robberies lately. Oh, yeah. yeah. Go for you yeah, for a bag of peanuts and for sure, them. and you so gotta, uh, but that's what I'm trying to tell you. For a reliever, so so an elite one. <laughs> so that's my point, so though. As it, it looks, it looks worse when it's Babu who he's made multiple Off trades with over multiple years. Then it would be if anybody else made that trade, right? I get why you are were more upset by that fact and your discussions with him because that makes it like, yo, like, it's these combination of things why it bothered me. But then the day, trade-wise, like, as far as, like, what we think is good or not, you judge your team. You judge what you think you need on your team or how you view players. Like, I looked at the trade you made with Alex, and off the bat, I was like, yo, like, you put Garrett Cole, like, again, I wasn't in the chat, so I wasn't aware if he was available, what he was asking for. But when I saw Judge and Lamet, I'm sorry, Lamet's always injury pro. I know he did his thing last year. I was like, and then Aaron Jones is another injury pro player. No, with context, like, going so, to a team that needs help. So, right? oh no. Right. Right, a team that's in the bottom, and 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 so his whole thing was like, well, he went for the upside, which is all right. If I'm up from the outside looking at my opinion, I would I wouldn't have traded for two guys. If you uh, granted upside, injury prone players, and you train the second best pitcher behind the Grom, you know, before you know, after, you know, since then is a different before story. The, before before the, the, the pints are issue, the spider's hack, right? So 
me, I looked, I, honestly, I looked at it like, yo, like, and then I, I like, my, my initial reaction, too, was also like, yo, out of all the people, too, Elijah's complaining about the dance trade. But I, and it seemed like he benefited right after with a trade in your favor. I'm not saying it has. I'm not saying it has. I'm not saying it has. I'm not lying. I did tell you something about Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I did it specifically because Babu made that trade. That inspired me. Let me show you. Let me show you some bail. So you initiated the talks? Let me show you. He put in the group chat, yo, Cole is available. And then you were like, yo, I was like, all right, go ahead. Let me show you some bail. And he sent a counter. Out of all trades that have been made this year, and granted, I think most of them are trash, (laughs) you have the best trade. So that, like, regardless of what's going on, because I've seen trades I mean, of the, that, and I'm like, Jesus. Of the quote-unquote big trades, because there's been smaller ones that were like, ah, fine, like, one for one. No, I'm talking about, one. like, a significant player versus If you ask me, if you ask me, I'd be yelling trade, because I was like, why? this is what but you asked for. Why? You know, but why? And let me and let's talk about that. So I'm vetoing. So I, I'm, I'm the type. You put the down on me. No, 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 no. And I and I told, and I said that jokingly, but no, it wasn't like that. So for me, and I do this all the time. I put somebody in the table. I want to field offers. Once I got one offer, I'm like, all right, whoever I talk to next is gonna have to beat that off. Like you know, like it's like I'm building. And I wasn't doing it leverage. Right, and I, and I'm honest with people. And I'm honest with people. Like yo, I want this and I want this. Like I wanted two specific things. So for certain people, it was like yo, I want two bats from you because you don't have the pitching uh, or some people like I want a yeah. bat and a starting pitcher yeah. with him specifically I wanted Freddie Peralta because I seen that edge that Freddie Peralta gives you as a reliever first and I start or whatever that was one then you you know because I said third baseman you had Devers you have Justin Turner I don't like Justin Turner you know what I'm saying which is cool so, so I mean you but when I said that oh, when I when that offer it was just like yo those two it, it, I know the reaction I was going to get out of him as a joke whatever but I know <laughs> I know I was gonna give a starter back, like you know what I'm saying. Like, I knew I was gonna give a starter back or something back to oh, okay. a two for two. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but I wanted the reaction. Say that, no, but I wanted the reaction. The same way I got a reaction out of him for I forgot who it was. It Chris Bryant. I forgot who it was. Like, I, whatever it was. But you, you guys know, you guys know that I'm not fucking like that crazy. But then I did say too afterwards. This came afterwards. I'm like, you know, for not for nothing. This is the trade that, mind you, I wanted Ryan McMahon before the first trade I made. There was I didn't make a trade with Dan, but the week prior before I made the the Trevor Rogers trade, that's who I was starting was Ryan McMahon with Dan. But Dan didn't want to give up like Olsen or Hoskins. I forgot who I was like like I was trying to get McMahon was something. Dan changed, and mind you, again Dan changed how he values certain players like two weeks ago, two weeks later, same way with me. When you first asked me for yeah, like I was flying to Mexico or wherever, you asked me about yeah, like I'm like, yo, right now, I'm not trying to deal with him. I'll wait for him at this point. But what happened? Uh, Framer Reyes, McNeil, Flaherty, all these injuries happened. And I was like, yo, I gotta make some moves now. Like I'm like I, I was I had like two bad weeks. I'm like, now nah, I'm gonna make some moves. So shit changed. My my mindset changed, made him available, whatever. Dan sent me, like, literally made a trade with Elias with the uh, Alcantara, which is like, he was like, yo, if this goes through, uh, I could make him available with this player for for Yelling. And I was like, oh, that's a good one. So now I went back. So if that was my best offer, no. just made a trade with me, son. No. But that was my best nah. offer. Yeah, but no. It's you, though. No, no, no. It wasn't like that. Alcantara was never talked about Peralta. No. He just said, 
He has a brother. He I literally, and if I can tell him, did I not tell I you? I would have thought about it. Did I not tell you the offer you sent me? No, did I not tell you the offer you sent me the weeks prior? I would have taken it, like two weeks later, knowing that I had the injuries, like that I that I had starting pitches. Like you know, Carrasco is not coming back as soon as I thought, and Flaherty got hurt. The offer you sent me coming was Mancini. Who else? It was Mancini, Alcantara, somebody else. It was a three for one. Yeah. I would have taken that weeks later, like if I knew Yo, what was gonna happen. It was a great. It wasn't offer, about bro. the offer's not good or anything like that. Don't, don't take it like that's not a don't take it personal. It's just you. I'm asking for the word from you. No, like Dan made that offer, so I'm like, all right. So now some, I want people to beat that offer, and I did take into a little consideration at that end where offer. where I felt like, yo, this dude's team is stacked. So in a sense, I know I'm selling Yelik a little bit, and the reason why I saw Yelik a little bit short of like why I perceive this value because I still value him highly was because I'm concerned about his injury, like his back injury. So I feel like I'm gonna need to get something now before he gets hurt again, and then I can't get shit for him. Go ahead. Real quick, I know you don't like Turner, right? But let's say the offer that I made you, because you said it was Alcantara, Mancini, and something else. Let's say it was Turner. Cause it wasn't Turner. It was it was somebody. But let's say it would have been Turner. That's not a better offer than what you got? Yeah, but that was made, that offer was made like three weeks prior. But why didn't you make that same offer back? I had those players yeah, still. Nothing changed. But when I'm looking at everybody's yeah, team, no, it's different. Peralta. No, it was, but bro, again, I got the reaction I got out of him, but it was going to be, I know I was going to have to give something back in return. It was going to be like a two for two. That, bro, I would have, like, took one out and replaced somebody else or two for two, but you, you just Yo, told me Peralta. Nobody's trying to no. talk to you like that. No, I, don't know why so, you're Yo, I, have, I take Devers over, but let me put over things let's say the offers. Let's say the offers are like, Pretty even. Maybe there's one more better than the other. Whatever. I like. I just admit it. I just admit it right now. I was like, yo, like you already to me, like yo, Bieber, Cole, all these players you have on your offense. I already was like, yo, I'd rather take a deal with somebody that's lower understanding. Say that. No, but I'm I'm telling you that. Well, you say you were joking so, about that. No, I was joking with the two for one. Oh. It would have been like, yeah, I'll tell you that guys. straight up. I'll tell you straight to you. I'd rather trade with someone lower in the stands. stands. But that's for, for damn sure. And that's understandable. And I never that's said what, anything about that. That's why I, I always say that. Like, but just don't like do all that other nonsense and like. What's that? No, like with the whole like so, asking no. but not saying. Like just tell so, me straight up. Like don't even entertain trade offers. Just tell me straight up. Like so, you're wasting my time. I'm gonna tell you. My time is valuable, son. So I'm gonna <laughs> tell you something. And again, everybody gives their opinions. Oh, I don't like this trade. This trade sucks. This that and third. Whatever. Fine. But and I told you this in the past. You have a way. This happened with this Soto trade, where it's like you did get so upset because you had the discussions with Dan prior. So yes, you have a right to feel a certain way, but you get Bro, upset to a point judge where. Pieces. You that's not better than no, but but then you go, nigga, whatever. But when you speak that way to somebody and be like, Yo, like I give you a better offer, what are you doing? And this, that, and the third, and you just go at one person, Yo, wait, that person is like, for Soto. I didn't ask for Giolito, no, but just in general, no, but that, that, general. that's another part of it that I'll tell you straight up, like it gets me tight, is that he could have made that trade without putting Gio in the trade, absolutely. And the I thing agree. is, he treated, it, him, he treated it, him like a throw in at that, like point. when it was CMC and his first round pick the, the freaking third overall pick or whatever it was like the but, fourth overall pick but what I would like to say everybody doesn't as much as we're shitting on my dude I want to turn around and say the work he's done lately like I, like Alex was actually right I could agree so he doesn't think I'm hating that 
Dan has been a lot stricter in his trades, and I feel that since. every trade he's made since, he's won every one of them. Yeah, but he already hooked the Babu. That's it. So, <laughs> but that's to your opinion. Too you know what I'm saying? Like, like that's your opinion. That's just my egotistical side. Right. <laughs> so you think he's winning <laughs> trades? Yeah, I feel but like it doesn't make he's, it right. He's definitely gotten like stricter acting for because I guess it got to him where people got so upset where it's like, yo, maybe I should be either one more patient and two ask for more, which I want to get to with the with the last trade for that happened yesterday, which was Alex Bregman for Malencon from the Padres. So Malibu this dude, and <laughs> so uh, this dude is leading the I'm league done. in saves right now, right? And so Telly's explanation basically was like, I have enough offense. I need somebody to give me saves. I try. I thought at first Who tells these guys that they have enough so, offense. Pooch, I don't. Teddy, <laughs> JP, you guys think they have enough? And offense. so right off the <laughs> bat, listen. Come on, come on. Cause I, I be looking at the like the standings, and you know you could click on each category. Yeah, and I'm, yeah. like, I'm near the top in every single category. I'm like, and I don't even brag about my offense. I'm like, yo, guys, <laughs> like, what are y'all talking about? So I did what you did with the standings this morning. I'm like, yo, I gotta look at to see where Telly was at with the saves, cause what the hell? Like, you know, I'm not gonna lie, like that trade to me was like, I wouldn't have done it never for a reliever, like a, a big bat. Like the bat, I think third to last. And say so. But where was he in your offense? Is he really at the top? Of the I didn't category? look at each one specifically. Uh, I did look at his team only, and it was like, oh, he does have good offensive players or whatever. Like he has a good role around the offense. So, I, but I don't know where he's at standings wise for each category. So then I was like, all right, like if that's what he said. Like who are we to? That's what he wanted to do until he's right there. He's right up in the standings playoff picture. That's fine. That's and fine. you know what I'm saying? Like he felt that way. Whether we feel like he got enough value, man, yo, not for nothing. Dan was probably happy as fuck. Like, yo, finally one for Hell me. Yeah. But Dan was trying to make me offers for a third baseman because you know I got um Devers and, right. and Turner. It was Matt Barnes or something, I forgot. And um and we had talks and like I'm not gonna lie, I haven't said nothing about that trade, honestly. Like I don't care about that trade. It, it's funny and it and I feel like Dan came off, that's what I said. Mm-hmm. But I'm not mad about it or anything, but I'm salty inside because I'm like, damn <laughs> son, like so, why did Telly gift this guy and I can't get like yeah, like off of him because I'm like, yo, son. Because you would have traded Edwin Diaz I'm, for Bregman, let's say. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Because like, relievers Edwin have, Diaz was not getting him Bregman. <laughs> well, well, he should. He should. He should. Like, Teddy's a my friend. He <laughs> has a bigger name. Like, and he has better numbers. Better perfumes, yeah. Yeah, like, like, he has a K behind him. Like, come on, bro. Uh, yeah, uh, every category probably better except for this holes or 19 holes, and this guy got like 10 or whatever. Like. So, uh, the comment you made in the chat yeah, yesterday, which was funny, because Telly, I, I, I didn't realize at the time the trade was made that Telly was new to the baseball league because Telly has played with us in fantasy basketball. And he was like, Yo, like, you're going to learn. Like, you know, you could have, because he could have gotten more. Like, I feel like if there was a more back and forth, but that's not our job. But that's not our job. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not our job. Like, Yo, bro, don't make that trade. Yeah, you, you should get more. Like, do you know like because this is the main point I've been making about vetoes like yo like I don't think you're can you imagine if we all had, had the same value of players and how we look at our team no trades would be made no trades would be made. like literally Dan yeah he, 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 he starts everything like I, there's a snowball after Dan makes like a trade because then everybody starts talking everybody says oh shit people are going to make moves but we all think the same way and we play the same and same mentality everything bro this, this playing fantasy sports wouldn't be as fun as it is like straight up and down and nobody's gonna realize that until one time you're gonna see any lead with, 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 without that like straight up and down 
So that's why I'm gonna give Dennis credit. Like, yo, like not everybody's gonna play the same style. Yo, certain sports you might know more than somebody. And, and, and let's put this out there, bro. Like, yo, you could know more about a sport in real life, and it might not equate to fantasy success. Point blank. Because I've seen a happy where I know, like, yo, I know this guy knows more about this particular sport, but he sucks in fantasy. Because fantasy takes a different type of, you know, skill. Like, I wish, for my but sake... that's not common, though. It's not common. But I wish, for my sake, in fantasy, I wasn't such an overthinker. The thing about... Right? You know what I'm saying? The like, thing about ahead. fantasy is that it's more about talent evaluation than knowing about the sport itself. And some people just don't have an eye for talent. Like, that's how I put it. I, and I think... I, have a, I feel like and, I have a great eye for think, talent. That's why I'm successful in fantasy. I, that's no, that's great. You know about sports has nothing to do with. That's why great I'm for drafting. Fantasy. That's great for drafting and trade. I think a big factor in fantasy is roster management. Like you're knowing who to start in your lineup yeah. and like, you know, like taking advantage of IL and spots. That's why I don't win you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like IL spots. You know what I'm saying? Like that kind of thing of like, yo, like oh, like I got too many injured players. I gotta, you know, pick up somebody in the waivers because there are people and I and I and I've been paying attention to this you know, mostly lately, where the more active you are on waivers, I see most of them are are higher in the standings because they're more active. Like you see, look at the guys that don't make pickups like that are low in the standings, and you can look it up. Not always. Goes, no, no. For the sometimes most you part, have a crazy team and you don't For the run. most part, I've noticed that the last couple of years because I've been paying attention to that. I'm like, yo, like I wonder if I'm, if I'm too active. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I've got to stop dropping guys too soon. I'm too, I'm imposing. Marvin Jones is perfect example last year. The moment I felt like, ah, like he's done. Fuck him. Killed the rest and of the year. you hyped him up too. That too. All off season. That too. So, That's you so know, hilarious. like, everybody can't play the same way. Everybody's not going to the same way. All right, way. so let me tell you something, bro. And it's just a theme of this year with the current group of people we have in our chat and in the league that caused all this, like, questioning of trades. And the gentleman in front of me, he's in charge of that, of that revolution, if, whether he wants to take accountability for it or not. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen one trade where I was like clear and cut collusion. That last year trade with Babu, I'm gonna give everyone some context since they're talking about it. Is it was right before the trade deadline. This is a, a short, short season. season. I think we had in a short season. Seven weeks matchups only in a yeah. three-week playoff. Okay. And then he was giving. He was almost out of the hunt. Like, I feel like he was out of the hunt. Nah, he was in eighth place. He was in eighth place. He was in the last a spot. Few, only a few categories and traded, behind. And traded to the top dude who needed a starting pitcher. It, it looked fishy. It smells fishy. I don't give a fuck what you. anyone says. For a closer. Like, and that shit sounds funny when I tell you this this year. Bro, none it of these wasn't trades, a one for one. It was like a three for none, two. None so trades, I know what you're saying. Yo, honestly, none of these trades made this year, aside from me trolling in the chat, have been completely awful aside from that. Kellerman trade, if you ask me. It's Dennis, the one, it's Dennis, the one Dennis, Soto trade. Oh, the one that we're getting on that about. No, but the, thing, no, the, but the thing is, every one after that, you could you could pick and choose, like, what's wrong with that trade. But the JP one was pretty But too, what's huh? wrong with it is based on what you, how you view it, not how the people the that are making is, the trade The thing view, is, you know if you saying? ask me, though, that, that wasn't the trades to die on the hill for, and none of them were collusion. No, 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 no. That's what I'm saying, though, in that sense. That's why I changed my viewpoint on it. It's like, yo, if I don't like the trade from a value standpoint and for what it makes you after it, no, I'm going to hate on it, bro. You throw Sandy in that trade 
with Alex, I'm cool, bro. I'm fine because you told me you would have done that yourself. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, yeah, bro. When you when you need a trade, a but player, why would he get happy? punished? Time out, time out. Because this is a good point. Why would he get punished for somebody looking at his players a certain way and saying, "Hey, no, I like Lamar, I like Judge enough. I don't need yeah, nothing else." That's fine. He should get punished, and we should veto his trade because I he's gonna get better. Yeah. No, that's not. That's the way. That's the way it was made from the way that people want to use this no, veto button. Not and not everybody. Just like. Bro, I never vetoed a trade before the one last year, and before that, I never vetoed a trade ever in my life, except for Sanchez to Sanchez and football. Listen, that Soto, the Soto one would have been one for me to be like, yo, you like, would have canceled I, that trade. Like, I don't veto. No, no, no. You're saying you want I'm saying though, I'm, I'm that you the chair. You want the power. You want the power to pass. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have because okay. I would have been like, so yo, then, Dan wants to make that trade. So that makes the point that. No trade is gonna get canceled unless Think collusion. About it. Unless collusion. Do you know how hard it is to prove collusion? No, right? that's so that means you're we, never pretty so, much but gonna this cancel is, any trade. Every but, trade is gonna go through. But somehow, this is where and the, you're taking the power from the people. No, but this is where I, the one point that you've made this past week, where I'm like, yo, we gotta be. I have to be open to this, and I've told that already. Where trading with certain people too many times, and then that yo, because it does look like yo, like you literally half your roster to this guy. Now his team is like, it's like you would have kept that team you would have been better like there's no balance there it has to be about and trading too much where it's like yo again it sucks because the limit or whatever we were to decide it's really for one person you know what i'm saying like god forbid we put a limit and it's like yo like one year you just decide to be more active than usual and make a lot of trades and you can't do it because now there's a limit but right, you know what I'm saying? Nobody besides Dan. I know it's more a than five it's, trades. it's a Dan. And if you do go, it's gonna be like one or two. The most trade that you maybe make is like seven or eight, bro. The limit at ten is more than fair enough. Who makes more than ten trades besides Dan? <laughs> Nobody. So it is what it is. And I and I never said to limit. Yo. Overall, I said limit a specific person because yo, my okay. man's more <laughs> than that. three trades. If you're gonna put a limit, then you should limit it between two players. It's just it's crazy in my in so my not 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 a trade no, limit for the in total course. just the players. Think yeah. about it like this. Okay. Oh, no, no, I'm saying like, that owner the ownership makes more sense to me than overall. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm agreeing because with you. don't limit Dan's trading and that's his okay. addiction. I'm, but I, I'm, but I'm limit the specific people because yo, bro, it looks crazy when you're making over five trades every single year with the same person. It makes it look like you freaking I like, like this, it more it's, it's an open discussion, and that's exactly I'm just saying what it of, makes it look like. Whatever it really is, is none of our concern. Nobody cares about all that. What we see is all I'm saying is I would have never said shit about any of these trades. Cause to me, I'm like Ronnie, bro, in that sense that, like, unless I think, unless I believe, which bro, I, which, which last year I had more contest. No, it was a terrible it trip. Frustrating. It was a terrible when we're there trying to win a championship, and we're all playing for lots yeah, of money. I'm there trying to play, and I'm, this guy getting hooked up. I'm there trying to every win every year, every year, and he won, and it's coincidentally won three out of four championships. My I'm, man, it's I'm not there trying to, bro. That's, that's what I'm saying. In the sense that well, my point here, I don't want to like but, listen. I get to him a championship by stopping his trade last year. If I don't stop that trade, he doesn't win it last year. So I'm I'm partial to blame. Uh-huh. When I thought it was extreme collusion, there was reasoning behind that. 
Now I can't prove it. Nah, and no one's ever gonna say, "Yeah, we were colluding." Who the hell was no, for that? sure. No, no, and no, but time out, time out. Who the hell was saying? Time out, time out. Hector said it matter of factly. It wasn't collusion, but he did straight up like it was kind of a f you to this guy making a certain trade with like that's collusion, you know, and like that. <laughs> that's collusion. No, that's close enough to collusion. Listen, if I would have known that back that's then, collusion. yeah, I would have vetoed it. If I would have known that back then, we, we but I didn't get that. I didn't get that reason until this week. We no, told no, you no, no, no. it was obvious. It's we told his, 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 his Main, no, his main point to me back then was, yo, Dalvin Cook gets hurt no, all the time. He was full of this is and the third. He was full and of then Dak just got hurt. And this well, it was a week after. Let me let me hurt. let me add this. Uh, Zeke got like two points. Let me add. Let me no, add this bro, other thing. It was already several weeks, bro. <laughs> There's not that. Yeah, it was cool. everybody. Bro, was like, like, yeah, like, there was like two weeks already of that, and the buy was coming up and all that like, shit. Anybody training for Zeke is a gamble. But look what I gave up for Zeke. And I was gambling. Melvin Gordon, Evan Ingram. How are you going to compare that to Dalvin? So, I was going to mention one other factor. Not related to the baseball, but like in football, where we all could have looked at it a certain way. We all could have looked at it a certain way as far as like... Yo, Tyreek Hill for Claypool? You know what I'm saying? Like, we all felt like... You gotta get context. You gotta get context to which is like, yo, Claypool had, is a keeper league. Claypool's a 16-round pick, whatever it was. Yeah, no guess to keep him And so, so there's people, but that, people were upset. Bold. People and were upset. Know, people don't see that. But people get upset. Yeah, but that's, and, and there's what, logic sh- behind that. There's no logic behind giving up Zeke for Cook. And then you no. can't even say because you can't even say, you can't even say yeah, you can't even say so that a factor, the two like receivers make it a they were both yeah, yeah. They were both no, no, it was it, it was Zeke for Cooks. Yeah. That was a watch. And they're both good as receivers. That was a watch. It was Zeke for better. You could flip a coin, bro. Yo, it was a watch. It was Zeke for Cook. That was that. And hold up. And then I mean, Jab was the one that got AUK. I don't remember. Yeah. And AUK, in my opinion, is the better one. So he came off twice. But so because uh, now yeah, I can't no, but because T Higgins got chased as competition. Yeah. Think about it, and I know this guy got D boys competition, but we saw him succeed no, with D boys. Well, not Chase, not, not anymore. But it doesn't matter. The point is that he at came off that trade from two angles. Is what I'm saying. So also at the time, one thing that I did look at, what I did look at was at the time because again I have to, I I did ask because I'm like, yo, what was that about? Whatever was your reasoning? Whatever. His main thing was Cook at the time. That's what he made saying his injury history. I looked at the standings because you have to look at the standings. Like, yo, like how many matches are left, and does this guy have a realistic chance of making the playoffs? And yo, at that time it was like, yo, if he wins out, he still had a chance. If he, if I felt in that moment that he was out of it, yeah, it would have been like. Yo, this trade's not you happening want, for sure. You, you want 100%. all this power in your hands. You want to well, well, it, I, no, I don't hold it. No, the league, no, wait, come out. The leagues are not set up that way at, at the time. But I could have been like, yo, everybody. You know, that's what that's what people could do now. But Ryan, that's what happens in the group chat right now. You speak up your mind, you could sway people's opinions. My question to you is, why is it that you, the best commissioner, who puts everything up to vote, wants to make an executive decision instead of putting this up to vote? Because I feel without the drama of people attacking certain people, but why that kind of thing. There's less drama leading no. up to the people. No, it's actually you, not. Because I feel, I yourself, feel, bro. no, I feel that people like you or Alex, whoever, speak up more against the trade and speak up more because you're trying to convince other people. People that probably would have been like, ah, I don't give a fuck. Ronnie, it's whatever. Gonna, they're still going to get at you. I'm guaranteeing. No, because I feel I, I'll use my judgment to the best of my abilities or whatever based. Some of my history of playing, but you're based already, in the league. But you're Mr. Defender, um, so and then the other. That's how they're gonna look. But at. I know, you know that's how I'm gonna look. At I'm, we're we're on record now. There's certain things that, like again, unless it's clear collusion, 
it shouldn't be veto unless there's other factors but there's other factors like i said like the standings if somebody that's out of the playoff race shouldn't be making trades but then again there's the keeper factor right so hey so we stop somebody from making a trade like no that made a trade based on keeper value like let's let's be let's you know there's you've benefited from certain things guys, other people have too so it's like it works and it kind of evens out you could do that honestly but since jad already had done his crazy trade i'm like i should be able to do my trick at least there's more logic to but my that's trade. how so that's where shout out to kevin kevin was like today yo like i'm not gonna get mad about a trade if it looks crazy i'm just gonna like now like oh like now let me get in that business like let me get in there yeah, that's no, that's, that's that's like, that, that made a crazy no crazy that's trade. how i feel yeah, that's thing is, I no but that's the thing <laughs> no, but is, that's what I'm saying. if you apply that same logic to what happened this year and i still lost you retired bro <laughs> you retired and then you made a day a trade two days later with someone who was opposing the trade just as hard as you were right like like if i just put it in context for you that sounds awful does it yeah it does <laughs> it sounds worse than what the real situation is no the real the, the real situation is a fair uh, trade from both sides on perspective wise but you yeah, have if I draw a narrative a certain way look how bad I just drew a narrative it's just me trying to keep up bro just you trying, trying to, to keep trying up to keep up with the Joneses on that and note on, does anybody Jones fight in UFC Jones is not fighting anytime uh, soon but let's I don't know why you mentioned the Joneses but uh, Jones. <laughs> let's move on to our final thing this is all a, a Vegas thing Elias uh, is gonna play some bets for us this week I hope I'm actually putting my balance there I got like 40 bucks I feel good about certain fights this weekend UFC 263 let's start off with the Nate Diaz Leon Edwards fight Leon Edwards is a minus 500 favorite Nate Diaz plus 380 so that's go to you first who you got there Money line and just in general, who you got winning? So there's three aspects to this fight, in my opinion. One thing to look at is that I'm cheering for Nate. Same. Right? Cause I, you too? Because I like uh, Nate. I'm a fan of Nate. Same here. But then the other aspect to look at it is betting line. Is it worth a gamble? Yeah, maybe. But the third angle is realistically, Edwards is better. I don't see... Yeah. No, not that he's better. It stops make fights, and I see him wrestling the shit out of Nate, and I don't see Nate really having much of a chance because Nate's not a knockout artist. He's a boxer, and if you try to stand up with him and you're not you're not a wrestler, he's gonna do it to you. A la Conor McGregor, like how he did to Conor, and. Nate is like the number one, like styles make fights. Yeah. Dude. So whenever he's a wrestler, he doesn't have much. He of a hates chance. fighting wrestlers. He says it all the time. He's like, I don't want to be on the ground. That's you know? like I just want to point out. His only chance is if you get him on the ground, he submits the guy. Don't forget about that. Yeah. He could he's nasty with submissions. It's been a while, but if he gets him on the ground, don't be surprised if Nate submits him. He's comfortable on his back. So but uh, if money, it's just points wise, he's in money the line wise, because I, I like to gamble you saw the the good last time, the last people we bought. I'm taking eight the plus three eighty, bro. It's just too crazy to me. Like that shit I know Edwards is on an eight fight win streak. The last fight was a no contest. Uh his last loss was five, six years ago to Usman, but and and if this is basically a number one contender fight now because of the fact that Usman wants new challenges and I think he, he's trying to avoid fighting Covington going forward or whatever. But um, we like Nate personally. Who should we like? Uh, no, listen, bro. I want... 
been in like the Leon Edwards camp a little. Like I just feel like he's been a little disrespected in the sense that he hasn't gotten his title fight despite being on an eight game, uh, on an eight fight winning streak. And I just want him to either fight. Masvidal or Usman or Usman. That's what I'm going for because Leon and Masvidal have like a little like off air. They had they had that little beef. Yeah, but yeah, like I feel like Edwards versus Masvidal is gonna be more like Usman versus Masvidal, bro. Like, well, the first fight. No, but that's because that, yeah, like, he's been, beef. He's been talking stopped. all this. He's been talking all this. Might as well slap him up. And I know. I he's know been talking all this, and he's had the worst luck. Hype all this up, and then during the fight, it's a completely different fight. It's a you know what I'm saying? Like, Edwards is, like, he's been on a run, bro, and he does deserve to, like, if get a shot. He deserves it more if he wins this fight. This, yeah. is the first, this is the first, like, challenge in front of him that, like, he would need to, like, really overcome. Like, yo, bro, this ain't no, like, walk in the Oof. park. I'm surprised it's that high. And I forgot one point. This is a five-round fight. So even though it's a non-title fight, Five rounds, which if also if it goes deep into the fight, Leon Edwards, all these fights, he hasn't gone five rounds, bro. Yeah. He's been winning decisions or and, and whatever. And cardio is top notch. And Nate's Carter, but Nate also hasn't fought in almost two years. Yeah, you know. So yeah, again, it's aspect. yo, this is an interesting fight, bro. I love it as a like a non-title fight, third fight from the top. It seems interesting, but to me, I see it as Leon gonna win. So if you do that, you won't. But, but I would love Nate to win because that's my dude. And I'm rooting. For, I just don't see it. I might be. I might be. Uh, uh, Betty with my heart a little bit, but I just like this too much of an underdog. So you know my parlay's gonna look crazy because of the plus three eighty. You know I'm just like putting it out there. Uh, this uh, co-main event is Fregorito versus Brandon Moreno. Moreno's plus two hundred. Fregorito is minus two forty. This was one of the craziest fights of last year. So this was a majority split uh, draw. Sorry, not split draw. It was a majority draw. And one factor, and I was looking at the scorecards earlier, was the, the whole point because he kicked them by mistake. They took away one point. I guess he did it a few too many times during the fight. So they gave them minus one right there. So that's kind of why the cards were the way it was. But uh, it was still a close fight. It wasn't like, yo, when you watch, just off totality, bro, like you watching the fight, you were looking at one of the craziest fights of last year. And when the scorecards were being ready, you were like, yo, who the fuck wants this fight? Now, one thing I read I didn't know at the time was that this guy, Fregorito, was sick the night before. He was had a stomach issue till 4 a.m. And he's saying, like, yo, imagine he, he had that hard of a fight against me on my worst day. What am I going to do to him this Saturday or whatever? We're going to find out. Anyways, I have Moreno, actually, winning this fight. Despite me saying, oh, like, I got Moreno winning this fight. Also taking the underdog here. I'm taking two underdogs in the last three fights, and I'm taking Adesanya in the main event. Minus 240. Vittori, uh, we watched his first fight. Vittori thinks he won. He didn't win. I know one judge gave it to him. It was, shouldn't have. Uh, Adesanya won two rounds two, th- out, of, out of three. That last round, he basically got a takedown. That's why they gave him that round. Uh, who do you guys have the last two fights, championship fights? Chris? Well, me, for the, the co-main, it's pretty simple. I'm taking the champ. Just because the champ is really who I know more, and I've seen him, and I'm very impressed with him. So, you know, that's who I'm going with. I don't really got a whole lot of background, so don't go with me on that. Yeah, I'm but just I, uh, like, I'll, but I'll I, think, but uh, I tend to be right on these things. I'm just saying. This is for the comment. I mean, basically, for the comment. I wouldn't put much stock into that answer, but like, oh, man, it, like, man. like Elias, I'm not gonna pick anyone to. I'm just gonna enjoy this fight. Yeah. 
Yeah, it should honest. be a good fight. Great it should fight. be a great fight. Fight of the night. For sure. Bet on fight of the night if you can. Yeah, there you go. 50K, what about the main event? Uh, I'll speak on the main event first. Um, I got Izzy, but he better take care of business, bro, because that dude Vittori, he's on a like good little streak. and He's confident because of the first fight, but I saw that first fight, bro. He just had that late takedown. And otherwise, no, and it's a three round I mean, fight. That was years ago. It was years ago. It was years ago. No, no, I was gonna say. No, it was years ago. It was years ago. He should have destroyed Holland. He's looking Holland, good, bro, bro, but he's freaking. I don't know, man. It's on the bottom. I'm like, I'll take out a sign, man. Nah, but yeah, I got Izzy confident. all the way. He's confident. All right. So. And listen, as he says, he's gonna knock him out, bro. So. I mean, listen, so I, I ain't leaving this up to the judges. I think I Izzy is trying to, you know. He just, yeah. he just went up. He got done up by Blankowicz. Yeah, I, I didn't see it on the sheet, but uh, who you got, Maya or Bilal? Oh, that's a tough one. Is this Maya's last fight? I got Bilal. I don't know. I got Bilal, too, because I just feel like yeah. Maya's checked out, in a sense. Uh, that's a good undercard fight. Uh, so but I'm telling you that Izzy, he's going to try to make up for losing the light heavyweight fight a couple of months ago. So and he erased that from his memory. I want to see him piece him up, bro. Track. I want to see him you know, Romero, you know, like he's scared of Oh, like, no, no. I hear you. Tangled with this Dude, bro, I'm tired of that shit. Well, we'll find out again. It ain't, you know. We'll find out. And Gordy, I'm gonna send you a parlay. I feel confident. It like in the sense of like it's a good one that could be like heavy, bro. I don't know. With two of them, yes, with two of them. And then the rest of them are those type of nights though. You might hit. Two out of three. Two out of three underdogs. And then he'll be treating. There you go. Pooch, your birthday's coming up. We may not have an episode to then. Uh Shout out to everybody. Thanks for listening. Until next time, you already know. Pop out. Deuces.